0: BAM! And, uh, the uh, futures are rock and roll.
1: Teeny, episode 28 on today's show the ladies explain this weekend's snow-related misfortune which threatened this very episode onward the ladies discuss the one thing worse than a crying baby behind you on a plane the disappearance of mullets and what would you do for chicken mcnuggets And now, here are your hosts,
0: Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury! Hi,
2: Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong okay. How are you, Dong, Simone? I'm Dong okay, I guess, under the circumstances.
1: Hi, bird. I feel like (laughs) Snuffleupagus.
2: Do you want to explain to the listeners what
1: happened? (sighs) Well... Simone was supposed to come this last Thursday night. Well, during the day, actually, she was supposed to arrive, but we got, Seattle got all the snow like starting Tuesday or something and the whole week, everything shut down because we don't have any snow plows because we only get snow like once every two years and anytime there's any talk of freezing or snow or any temperature above 80 degrees, Seattle loses its (laughs) shit and so these extreme weather (laughs) things just cause everyone to freak out and so like the airplane the airport people said that the runways were iced over and planes couldn't land and so simone flew all the way to sacramento i was supposed to fly up here but they said too bad we're not going to let you land because it's like too icy or something and and they kept putting her off and putting her off and finally she had to just turn around and come back home to la and we yep. never got to have Simone and the big party that we had going on. And
2: there was going to be a party in my honor, and I missed it. So missed it. sad. That is a tragedy. A of a but tragedy I did her. get to spend... We do have a tragedy on it. <laughs> but I did get to spend the day in, in Sacramento. Lucky <laughs> <Lookie which>, you. <laughs> well, I know. It sounds dreadful. But because I used to live there years ago, I had a favorite restaurant nearby um, in the nearby town of Davis. So I... Um, I rented a car. Well, this is when I thought I was going to get a a a plane eight hours later. So I had eight hours to kill, rather than just turning around and going home. Then I was like, "Oh, I'm going to go get there in eight hours." So I rented a car, went to my favorite restaurant. They had taken my most favorite thing off the menu. I hadn't been there in about ten years, and then my second favorite dish they'd completely changed. It was still really yummy, but it wasn't the same. Um, But then I tweeted that I was stuck in Sacramento, and then my friend atheist comedian Keith Lowell Jensen. He called me. So I met up with him for coffee. So that was nice. Yay. That made it seem like I, I, had a, I had a little trip to Sacramento with a purpose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and okay. um, yeah, and then I swung by our old house that we used to live in and just, Aww. you know, poked around. Is that weird when people do that? No. Just poke around their old their old homes. Oh, you mean you got so, out so of the car
1: and poked around the house?
2: I didn't really know. I just stayed in the car oh, yeah. and snapped pictures. But, yeah, that's not yeah, weird. And then, and, and then I f- went back to the airport and Came home. So I'm trying to reschedule, listeners. We're going to have a nice special Dongtini for you, but it's not to be. So that's okay. It will happen.
1: It will. We just have to wait a little bit longer. And so we decided to go ahead and have the party anyway because everyone was sad. And (laughs) and we needed to gather around each other.
2: (laughs) So we did. Understandable. Yes. (laughs) Grieve. Wear black. Yeah. Kleenex. Yeah. (laughs) How was the party? The party was
1: really fun um, because um, Dawn and D.W. were there, and Dawn's like this big listener. Uh, she's my friend here. She teaches art at Cornish. And um, our this, these other people that I know, just from my blog, I think they might listen to Dawn Teeny, too, but they haven't really commented. Anyway, they're in town from Tennessee, but they want to move up here, and they brought me penis straws <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that they, they got at the hustler store. so, so Chris awesome. and Carol brought me, it was like six, you know, different colored penis straws, and the kids came up and were like, oh, where are those? Uh, and Lolly oh. grabbed one. I'm like, ah! No, Don't <laughs> Put it in her <laughs> mouth! And some uh. of the people across the room hadn't seen what kind of straws they were exactly. They're like, gosh, why is Stephanie freaking out about getting those straws back? <laughs> 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 And I showed them, like, oh... <laughs>
2: gosh.
1: So we'll this post a picture. they must be
2: listeners to know your love of Dongs, sure.
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I guess this they is must where it
2: manifests itself the <laughs> most. Silent listeners.
1: <laughs> Long time listener, no time caller. Yes, so we'll, uh, we have a, a lot picture. of those. <laughs> good. <laughs> makes feel good to know that all the people listening are only the ones responding. <laughs>
2: No, definitely I can tell by the amount of downloads we have. Yeah. We have way more <laughs> listeners than, than commenters. So it's okay, we appreciate you. We know you're out there. Thank you. Yay,
1: thank <laughs> you. So we um cool. I got David took a picture of me drinking out the penis straw, so I guess I'll put that <laughs> on the website just for the heck of it. Yay. And hope my kids never see it. So <laughs>
2: Um There's so many things you have to hope your kids never know. see or hear. <laughs> I mean, you're really setting yourself up I for still failure with am. that.
1: <laughs> well, that's the—that's why I'm trying to do this transparency thing, I guess. But um,
2: yeah, just get it out there. So just
1: try to get it out there. But then that, thats when I was okay. I realized that when I teach my kids to to ask a lot of questions, they're gonna start asking me a lot of questions. Like when Judah was like, "When did you first have sex?" Yeah, <laughs> those types of questions. I
2: don't
1: yeah. know. yeah. So.
2: Well, well, you were partying since I had to... I spent most of the weekend just kind of reading and not getting out of bed late, So I was kind of depressed by the whole oh, the uh-huh. whole thing. You know, because Greg asked me on Friday morning, so what do you have planned for today? And I was like, well, I had planned to maybe go to Mama's for dinner and, you know, to plan our appearance on the Grapes of Rad podcast. But, uh, yeah, now I have no plans. Because those <laughs> were my plans. They were <laughs> stuff I was going to do there, I am, not well, yeah. here. So yeah, it was like a ridiculous question. So, but anyway, but well, we had lunch on Friday, and then he saw that Mad Max was playing. Mad Max One, Two, and Three were playing at the Egyptian Theater, and Mel Gibson was going to be there. So, yeah, so we went to that Yay. last night. And you know, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, Mel Gibson is such a dick, right? So he's, you know, he's a. Racist, anti-Semite, you know, Catholic, adulterer, <laughs> adulterer, you know, misogynist. I mean, you know, we could go on and on. So, I couldn't get too excited about seeing Mel Gibson, but I mean, you know, it's Mel Gibson, which is pretty a hu- pretty much a huge deal. So, I was kind of curious. Mm-hmm. And I'd only seen the first Mad Max movie. I'd never seen Mad Max 2, which I believe in America is called Road Warrior. But in Australia, it's just called Mad Max 2. So anyway, so I was excited to see Mad Max 2 slash Road Warrior. Uh, So and he came out between the two movies. And he was so weird. He was just sort of just awkward. Like, he didn't give a shit, you know? Well, he, he'd tell some anecdotes, but it, the guy would ask a question, you know, about from, you know, a long time ago. And he would just sort of be like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't really remember. Like, why would you expect <laughs> me to remember a thing like that? Kind of. He was polite, but awkward, just sort of kind of almost giving the guy kind of crap for asking him such a, such a you know ridiculous question that no one could be expected to imagine. So I thought he was kind of a dick, but, you know, he showed some moments of being humble. But overall, I I, I just felt like the whole thing was kind of awkward. So, yeah. So, you know, my feelings were unchanged. I was wondering if somebody was going to shout out about him being an anti-Semite. But nobody did. And he had handlers. Wow. Just, like, oh, Greg I saw bet. them, like, scouring the audience, like, waiting, like, looking for a troublemaker, like he was the fucking Pope or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so that wasn't too... Uh, it, you know, it was interesting. It was good. They interviewed him for about half an hour, so they didn't have any audience questions, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Um, but while while he was talking, I couldn't help because I've never seen any, any of the Lethal Weapon movies, but I just... Because I did not find him attractive. I've even seeing him in his Young and 21 and right. Mad Max, and I'm just not... He's decent looking, but he's just not, doesn't do it for me. But then I was remembering it's such a mullet period in the (laughs) 80s. And I was actually distracted during Mad Max 2 because it kind of looks like it could be a mullet, but it's not because it doesn't have it long in the back. But then I realized like five years ago, maybe, maybe more, maybe more like five to seven years ago, you still confronted with mullets all over the place. And Mm -hmm. and it it seems like the message has finally penetrated because I don't remember the last time I saw a mullet. What do you think?
1: Um, I see a lot of ironic mullets around Seattle, but that's, oh. you know, it's a completely style mullet. Like they're trying to do it and it's, com- it's really seven like years some ago. hipster? It's really, yeah, it's all a hipster thing and it's...
2: It's, yeah, told, then it's actually different. really
1: Christian culture because it's seven years behind what was really cutting edge seven years
2: ago. Wait, are you saying a mullet was cool seven years ago? Because I just always saw mullets on sort of middle-aged people, just people who you could tell by the rest of their fashion sense that they just didn't know any better. And they thought that was acceptable and cool. Right. So.
1: Well, now... Yeah, so you know I've my never slogan. known there's
2: been any acceptance for the mullets in the last 25 years.
1: Not in the last... I would say twenty. I, I don't know what year did they? Because I remember MacGyver. I had a giant crush on MacGyver in <laughs> like oh! eighty-seven, and so he had a mullet. He on my on my poster on my wall in seventh grade. had the mullet. And Bono, Joshua Tree era. No, he didn't have a mullet. Never mind. What am I thinking of? He hasn't had a mullet in yeah. years. But um David would always I feel
2: like Billy Ray Cyrus. That oh. was the last great mullet.
1: That was a pretty <laughs> spectacular mullet.
2: Yes. Just when it's social because Barnow's still was kind of longish, but it was it was short, shorter than the back, but it was you know, it wasn't like totally like to the scalp short, like yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. That's the unacceptable Ugh. mullet. Ugh.
1: Well you know that um you know my theory about how the goat the goatee is the new mullet these days. Because oh. Because goatee like people they're still pretty common among people who just don't know any better.
2: But right, within, right,
1: right. I bet you, ten years, no one will have a goatee anymore. Just the way no one has mullets anymore because it's new, the word has gotten out.
2: Yeah. What fear. about people who can't grow anymore facial hair? Like my brother-in-law. That's that's it. That's all <laughs> that comes. Just the goatee part? He's a goatee. Yeah. And I know a few people like that. like that's it. That's the that's the strength of it. And you know, it's unfortunate. If they just want to give up and not shave, which is their right (laughs) as a man, they're just gonna have a goatee.
1: That's funny. That's pretty unfortunate. (laughs) Adam Carolla always says to people with goatees, he goes, Shave that shit off, you look like an idiot. (laughs) I just love that. But that's too bad about your brother-in-law. That really, actually, is really, yeah. really too bad.
2: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think they're as bad as mullets. I really don't.
1: Yeah, I think it's because it's a big Christian culture thing that I can't handle it. It just really right. bothers me. So like every different... youth pastor's got it, and the soul patch drives me crazy. Like the little triangle oh, under the bottom lip. Oh, the soul patch lip, is
2: unacceptable. Not okay. Because well, it's styled. When it's, I guess it depends on how unkempt it is. If it's just sort of unkempt, it's sort of like okay, this is. It's not too much of It's when it reeks of effort. Yes. And, that, that's the problem. You're and that's dead what a soul on. patch is. It's like, I took all this trouble and I carefully shaved away everything just to leave this tiny little patch. So sculpted. And that's why it's so. awful. The sculpted. Yeah. That's when it's not okay.
1: You are correct.
2: Uh, thank you. Thank you very much.
1: <coughs> so your aunt came down or yes. over from Australia, up, I guess I yes.
2: would say. <laughs> yes, she was visiting my co- cousin, her son, who uh, is a ski instructor at Mammoth Mountain. But um, So she and, and her grandkids came, and I guess they're my second cousins, but I'd never met them before. But they had a layover in L.A., so I just picked them up to, to show them around um, and uh, just you know kill time during the layover. But um, I, this is the only real thing I wanted to, to tell you about from the day was that she said to me, I was like, oh, did you get any sleep on the plane? And she said, well, what do you think's worse than a screaming baby behind you the whole flight? And I was like, I don't know. And she said, try 60 handicapped people (gasps) who are on a trip to Disneyland. (laughs) Yeah. So, and she's a good Christian woman. So she's not like trying to be super mean. She's just being realistic that this is you know, hard to take. So she said that one of them would sneeze from one side of the plane. They'll go, bless you Steve. Like just shout it out in the middle of the night. Like they just couldn't be kept quiet. So yeah. (laughs) She had that to contend with for 14 or 15 hours. (laughs) There should be a
1: documentary.
2: On flights from
1: Australia with people going to Disneyland for the first time.
2: Who That should be on the travel channel. Like road trips with the handicapped. And road trips. That
1: sounds like <laughs> Ben Parson from ben, from Grapes of Grad. Ben Parson's idea to have um the most dangerous catch staffed entirely by people with Down syndrome.
2: Yes! Funny. We're
1: going to hell, should we cut this out? <laughs>
2: I don't believe in hell, so I'm fine. I can say whatever I want. I don't believe in it either. Well, okay. (laughs) Good. We're good. We're good. We're not going to hell. We're not going going to to hell. hell. (laughs) So that's all I had to tell you about my aunt's visit. Though I was involved in a magic trick on Santa Monica Pier and the magician. I was in the trick and the magician made a fork that i was holding in my hand it twisted <gasps> and i don't know how it happened oh, i was holding it the whole cool. time that's so cool yeah and he said it is oh. see magic is real did that freak so, you out
1: like what, did, what was your response that's so crazy because well, he
2: did this thing he got the other girl she had who was holding the fork and he like waved his fingers in front of it and the, the prongs just kind of stood up and it was like solid and then he, he had me holding it in my fist and he'd written my name on it and greg's name on it and freedom like it was like you know to mark it just to show that you know it's the same fork so i was holding it and uh he said say i am a powerful woman and i said i am a powerful woman <laughs> and then uh he he told me to open my hand and it had twisted i don't know how that happened because it definitely wasn't twisted i took it off, off the picked it up off the ground it was flat it was perfect. And maybe he did something, but even so I can't figure out how he did that. So it's pretty amazing. And he also did this thing near at the very end, the climax was that he you know told them to send their energy to it and he just shook it and then it, the tip just broke off like where the band oh. was. Then it was solid. it was solid. so I don't know and I, I, actually I googled looking out trying to find out how to do that, but part of me didn't want to know because I kind of liked the yeah. the magic of it. So That's but cool. I'm sure there's a perfectly good explanation. I'm certain of that, but I kind of don't want to know. That's so, so
1: cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah.
2: Yes. I love magic. I know. I was a magician Remember as a child. A I was a kid. child magician. I know, and you had a, a sign that says, prepare to be amazed. <laughs> yes, it's said that. Simone Simone the magic Simone Don the magic person. Prepare to be amazed. <laughs> 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 yeah. I like saying that I was a child magician you were a child <laughs>
1: magic person
2: <laughs> I was a child magic person and it's terrible because a few years ago probably Jude was about six I told him that I used to do magic uh-huh. and and then he wanted me to do magic but you know you need your specific you know tricks that are you know, made for doing magic tricks with, and so I said I can't. I don't have my equipment. And you know, he was six, and I thought he would forget about it. But oh. every time I visit, he's like, "Did you bring your magic oh. kit?" And I'm like, "Oh, God. like you really think you can placate a six-year-old? You can't." You can't. <laughs> it went on for at least three years, and I, I'm sure he said it the last time I visited. So maybe I'll never come back. Maybe this this flight cancellation was a blessing, so I don't have to disappoint him yet again. <laughs> they were really
1: disappointed at the cancellation oh, really disappointed was like. it was very sweet i was
2: like well, going about town with a with a bag because it was still my carry-on the presents for their birthday oh. Oh, so <laughs> sad um now you had some news stories you wanted to share
1: i do have news stories um they're both raunchy, so that's what makes it Excellent. the Don'tini news.
2: Yes. And they <laughs> defy a
1: category. They don't have any kind of Taco Bell news type situation, uh-huh. except one does, indri- one does involve a drive through at Ooh. McDonald's. So, this was in the LA Times this week. A Los Angeles woman was arrested on suspicion of prostitution in exchange for a free order of Chicken McNuggets.
2: Oh! I saw this! The, I was going to tell it too! You saw it? I did! <laughs> was the best. The
1: store's manager says that the woman approached him and offered him sexual favors for a free order. When he turned her down, she was seen opening customers' car doors in the drive-thru. It was originally thought that she was offering sexual favors to the customers, too, but that offer was actually only extended to the manager.
2: (laughs) That is one of the saddest, saddest circumstances to be in. It really no.
1: is asking for it money. It really is,
2: even asking. Because remember when that baby, that woman tried to sell the baby at Taco Bell? Like I said, it yes. was sad that it was happening at Taco Bell. This is a woman asking for like at least she was trying to get money. At least like that, so makes it okay. But yeah, in this case, she just wanted chicken McNuggets.
1: McNuggets. It's so like, nothing more specific than that. And someone posted a picture on Facebook to, or this week, she, and it was like, it looked like pink ice cream, like, coming out of the ice cream machine, like the soft serve, uh-huh. and, and it said, guess what product this is at McDonald's, and I was like, well, the strawberry shake, right? No. It was the chicken McNugget meat.
2: Oh! No yeah. way.
1: So, we'll put that on the website, too, because yeah. I was shocked and appalled, and- and I get really sad when I'm shocked by things that McDonald's will sell.
2: <laughs> well, I'm not shocked, but you know what? Somebody retweeted a few days ago. McDonald's, I guess McDonald's had tweeted that there's been a rumor going around that they're uh, they, they're using mechanical meat or something, and that it wasn't mechanical. true. So, yeah, mechanical so they were, meat.
1: What does that mean? Like it's made out of iron parts? And it's just made out of
2: uh, just slurry and leftover stuff. So, <laughs> like dog food. Or something. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know about, that, but like gelatin and things like that, this that's made out of like euthanized pets and dead circus animals. They go to the rendering plant and get rendered down, and then that ends up in oh gelatin, God. which is used for Jello. so it's horrifying. Do you guys still
1: subscribe to Render Magazine?
2: I, I don't know. We don't no longer have that subscription to Render Magazine, but that's what we learned about this. And that's them. That's so them talking amazing. about it in their own community that they... Put the, they collect dead circus animals and euthanized pets for their rendered goods. So, there you go. Industry this needs to be it.
1: really widespread public knowledge, and it's kind of a crime that it's not. I
2: tell everybody that this, they, but everyone keeps eating gelatin yeah, anyway, and nobody yeah, cares.
1: Yeah, people are like, oh, I haven't heard an official statement. There hasn't been a big, you know, outrage on CNN yet, so I'm yeah. going to keep eating it. But
2: Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. What was your other news? Oh,
1: other news. Um, This also involves a little bit of raunch. Um, Excellent. Let's see. What state is this in? Louisiana. A Louisiana commissioner is proposing an ordinance that will prohibit locals from wearing wearing pajama pants in public after an (laughs) incident at a local Walmart offended the official and other customers. Williams said that one of a group of young men clad in pajama pants revealed his private parts, inciting the idea for the ban. The commissioner said, if you can't wear pajamas at the boardwalk or courthouse, then why are you going to do it in a restaurant or in public? Today it's pajamas, tomorrow it's underwear. Where does it stop? <laughs> A major issue with ordinance is defending what constitutes pajamas. The commissioner said a possible solution is specifying any item sold in the sleepwear section of the department store. <laughs> he also suggested violators do community service rather than serve jail time. Perhaps pants prohibition will continue in Louisiana when Williams plans to poll his commission colleagues in February on the possible ordinance. Pants prohibition!
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. I have mixed feelings about that because on the one hand, you know, I I don't want people going around dressed like trash. But on the other hand, you do really want people legislating what people can wear. Because here's the thing, that you're already showing the guys, if there's that guys genitals could be seen there's already laws against that so it's not about the pajamas it's about the fact that his genitals were exposed right so
1: it could have been in any pants it didn't have to be pajamas exactly
2: what if you just had a pair of jeans with the zipper undone and no underwear you would see his genitals so like 10 years ago we
1: saw like a crazy guy on the street just pull his pants down in front of Burger King yeah in- it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Clothes arrested, aren't going like, to restrict genitals. Later.
2: If genitals want to be free, they will be free. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this this is the way to go. Though, of course, I definitely don't advocate going out in your pajamas. When I was a kid, I would see if we'd be at Kmart late at night. I would see kids in their in their pajamas and uh, mm-hmm. I was I was like oh I want to do that and then I asked my mom if we could go to Kmart out in our pajamas and she said no she never let oh, us go yeah. out in our in our 90s uh, and uh, robes my, <laughs> and, mom was,
1: and, my mom was like that too and, Yeah. Um, do you, when you fly do you see lots of like high school girls wearing pajama pants and carrying stuffed animals cuz I yes. feel like I see that all the time in airports it pisses me off
2: oh i understand being comfortable but you know, right. leggings and a skirt do the same thing. You know, I look. It was great because when I was stuck in Sacramento, because I just dressed sharp when I was going to fly. It didn't matter yeah. that I was going to meet a friend because I still looked okay, even though I didn't have makeup on. But yeah, <laughs> have some self respect. Yeah, did you people. dress up
1: to fly when you were younger? Because my whenever no, we when flew, I was we were younger, my parents made us dress way up. Wow. Yeah, and I think that's just kind of how it was though back then. Like, yeah, you just dressed up to fly is what you did, and you would yeah. ever wear. Even jeans, you know, yeah. let alone pajamas or carry stuffed
2: animals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never yeah. dressed up probably until the last, uh, the last few In fact, once I, I have this great little blue vintage suitcase that's so adorable. And... Oh, I
1: love that one. Oh, oh you know it? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's right. We shared at that time, and I dressed <laughs> up to match the suitcase. <laughs> oh, perfect. <That's> so <laughs> yeah, awesome. I was like, I have got this great suitcase. I must, I must do it justice. So, yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's a far cry from the pajama people at Walmart. It's so. (laughs) Yay. Um. Now, uh, a news story I read just today. I guess it was from a couple weeks ago, but Axl Rose did jury duty for like four days. Really? Yes. What was the case? It didn't say. But I just love the idea. I love thinking about. You're being tried for something, some some civil case. That's what it was, and and then your jury's there, and it's Axl Rose. Like, I, I just, I what can't even you? imagine how that would feel. No, just being on the jury with him. Like, I, I, I'm sure he would. Have, well, he said he didn't. He didn't complain about it. Oh, and he was wearing like this powder blue jacket and a white shirt that was sort of open to to just <laughs> uh, the bottom of his ribs, and he was wearing. this chains around his neck so but he still had this goddamn cornrows oh, but, but I mean if you were in the on the jury with him and it was time to deliberate I think he would intimidate everybody
1: oh for sure
2: gosh for sure. so it's like really a jury of one if Axel Rose is on your is on your jury
1: <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, okay whatever you say
2: yes I'm sure the lawyer was just appealing to juror number three if that was Axel. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing everything based on his facial expressions. <laughs> um, let's see. Now, I had uh, some Taco Bell news. Think outside the bun. Okay, now this is kind of... It's it's small, but important, I think. I think it's more funny that it is news. That's, that's why this is Taco Bell news. But oh, I found good. a story in the Des Moines Register, Des Moines, Iowa, that... A Taco Bell at 1530 22nd Street is uh, is being constructed and the old one is being taken down and there will be no Taco Bell for a few days while they shift equipment from one to the other. I just loved so much that that was in the news.
1: <laughs> there will be no Taco Bell for a few days.
2: Yeah, because... Yeah, That's newsworthy. Shifting... Yeah, but apparently Taco Bell requires an upgrade to its restaurants every 20 years, so... Oh. There you go. But actually, I have to, while well, I'm laughing at the fact that that's news to people and people are like, oh, be careful, the Taco Bell's closed. About three years ago, I had planned to have Taco Bell for lunch and I was really looking forward to it. And I drove mm-hmm. around the block from my work and pulled into the driver and went, ah! And held my chest because the Taco Bell had been torn down. And I was just like, ah! I was so so upset because I was really looking forward to it that day and I just thought the Taco Bell Aww. days are over but luckily they rebuilt it <laughs> but here's the sick part because this the Taco Bell is pretty much like on the other side of the block to my building so we kind of share a fence and mm. um, after the Taco Bell was uh, demolished apparently our our warehouse was overrun by rats they all fled Taco Bell and went to our ours and other surrounding no buildings way. yes yes
1: Oh my God! So it wasn't just your warehouse, it was the other one?
2: No, they all came in right after the the demolition, so yeah, because we didn't have food at our place. It's, yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, that was kind of awful. That's and so then, scary that, that it's the very Taco scary.
1: Bells that we go to are like filled with rats. I know.
2: This <laughs> one co worker so. every time I would come in with a with a bag from Taco Bell after that, he would say, Oh, you went to Rat Bell.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, it was pretty awful.
1: You know what's funny is um, Lolly really wanted to go to Olive Garden for her birthday. I saw <laughs> that in
2: a little video, and I was like, "Oh, that's that really cute." Because
1: the only time I think that we've ever been to Olive Garden with her is when we're with um, Nana and Pop Dad, uh-huh. and they love to go to Olive. Like, we've never taken her, but she loves the breadsticks and the Alfredo sauce, and yeah. So... David was like, do you think that, I bet Simone won't want to go to Olive Garden. I'm like, actually, <laughs> you might be surprised. She likes Olive Garden, just like she likes Taco Bell. Like, two things you wouldn't think she would like." Yes!
2: <laughs> but she I go there with my alone. own accord. <laughs> 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 totally yeah no I went there for lunch not long ago because there's one near my work so yes I'm, I, I do like talk about and their Italian margaritas are so good really What's I highly other? recommend them it's I guess it's a, a fairly simple margarita but then they put amaretto in it <gasps> Ooh, so young. Really? yeah oh, and I can only so have them if someone else is driving because they fuck me up
1: really just so,
2: one just one yes wow. they're pretty wow. potent so because in addition to whatever liquor's already in it you add the amaretto and you're gone. <laughs> so. <laughs> now, uh, Stephanie, there was a parody video that came out this week. And uh, now I'm already a fan of the video that it was parodying. And that video was not officially, but pretty sure it was directed at you and David. So.
1: <laughs> I can only hope it was just partly directed at either me or my husband, David. I
2: feel like (laughs) it has to be.
1: Oh, I hope so. Because there's this douche lord pastor in North Carolina. Douche lord. Douche (laughs) lord. His name is Stephen Furtick. And he has this church called Elevation Church. And it looks like a Target store. Because it's a gigantic warehouse. And they have gigantic letters like in neon. And they got, and so they're just one of the fastest growing churches. They're one of these um, multi-site mega churches where he preaches from the main campus. But then people in smaller buildings. Like a few miles away, gathered to watch him oh. on the screen. So there's
2: Way that. Way to stay in touch <laughs> with your flock.
1: God. I know, that's exactly it because it's just so cultish. So anyway, um, he's slightly cross-eyed, and um, and that and that's nothing that we've ever made fun of. We just kind of make fun of the fact that he is is a stark raving ego lunatic douche lord yes. who is a horrible person. We feel. He
2: acts to enhance his rants when he's. <laughs> like squinting and so smug and then he's a bit cross-eyed. It, it that's that's why it's funny.
1: Yes, I I'm just delighted when cross-eyed people get really angry. So <laughs> that's what he made a video called Hey Haters and it came out a few months ago. Um and, and it happened like right after my husband sent him a letter in his own parody form, his Jeff Breakfast character, who's this like stupid preacher that he pretends to be. So he <laughs> sent um, Stephen Furtick a letter saying, "I'm entering your contest for being a pre in a preaching competition where you are going. You know, I thought Stephen it was church Furtick planting." yes church planning competition he got Stephen furtick issued a competition where he said young preachers around the country enter my contest and i will pick one of your churches to fly out and pray over and bless it and so jeff breakfast (laughs) aka david sent a big long ridiculous letter (laughs) clearly taking the piss out of him and it just went on and on and i loved it it was amazing so, like, a few days after that, he sent that letter, Stephen Purdue came out with this highly produced video called Hey Haters.
2: It's got this intense rock music me, over it. And I get
1: yes, that. Yes, get that. like, the his doo, doo, Christian
2: doo, rock doo, band doo, music doo,
1: doo, playing under
2: doo, it. Doo, and, doo, 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 and I get it stuck in it was, my head. The intensity <laughs> overwhelms me. And he's going, Hey Haters. Hey Haters. I hate to break this to you, but your day is done. See, we're done with the way you sling shame and blame in the face of anyone
1: who doesn't say what you say and see what you see, read what you read, think what you think and do what you do, how you do what you do. You look like a toddler drawing a line in the sand and he's just like uh, the Rollins Band Liar video is what it reminds me of. Totally. (laughs) So anyway, this all happened a few months ago. Well, this week, someone that I don't know. Um, He made a video a parody video of it and um, he did not alter it at all (laughs) Because he the person who made the parody (laughs) said the words that Stephen Furtick was saying (laughs) But he said it in a voice like this Hey haters, I hate to break this to you, but
0: your day is done. See, we're done with the way you sling shame and blame in the face of anyone who doesn't say what you say and see what you see, read what you read, think what you think, and do what you do, how you do
1: what you do. Oh, it just goes on the whole thing like that, and I hurt myself laughing at it, It and it was just one of the best things I've ever seen. I
2: loved it, because it was so effective without changing (laughs) any of the words.
1: Because I showed (laughs) it to Carrie, and she goes, this looks like exactly
2: what he's saying. Yes! (laughs) <laughs> so does yeah. Well, we'll put a link to both videos in their in their uh, entirety on the uh, on the website. So do go check that out. So and also David's uh, uh, Jeff Breakfast's um, uh, entry to the <laughs> yeah. church planting contest will also yes, be up on the site. Like lots of goodies. <laughs> lots of goodies. Yay. Yay. Well, on that note, I guess we'll wrap things up. Thank you all for listening. And please visit the website, as I said, for any supplementary material and all that jazz. So uh, until next time, which unfortunately won't be in the Seattle, but hopefully I will get up there soon. So Yay. bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> And the hill's the greenest green in Seattle Like a beautiful child Growing up free and wild Full of hopes and full of fears Full of laughter, full of tears Full of dreams to last the years In Seattle, in Seattle When it's time to leave your home your loved ones It's the hardest thing a boy can ever do And you pray that you will find someone warm and sweet and kind But you're not sure what's waiting Child. you feel so proud that you could cry. The bluest sky you ever seen are in Seattle, and the hills the greenest beat in Seattle. Like a beautiful child.